Welcome to the Bottled Blonde Podcast. I'm your host, Christina Catherine McGinnis, or KCM, because let's be honest, that's the longest Instagram handle known to life. I'm the creator of the blog, ChristinaMcGinnis.com, the co-founder of Blooming Bloggers, and now the host of my very own podcast. I help everyday guys and gals by sharing all things from wellness to beauty and business to travel tips. KCM swears by not needing to be a millionaire or a size two to live a happy, healthy, and balanced life. And by balanced, we mean a glass of rosé in one hand and kale in the other. Let's give a warm welcome to Jaya Rose, who is a spiritual life coach. She has been featured on ABC, Oregon Bride Magazine, and NBC as a go-to expert in her field as a life and embodiment coach for spiritual entrepreneurs. Jaya has created her own methodology to help her students embody their inner magic and highest selves so they can more easily attract their desires and create success on their own terms. She believes that we are living in a time of infinite possibility and that it is not only an opportunity but a responsibility to share our magic with the world. Each episode, we will have a drinking word or phrase. When you hear this word or grouping, that is a reminder to sip your cocktail of choice. So sit back and get a little tipsy. Today's drinking word is own it. Jaya Rose in the building. We are recording at Vita Coworking Space in Portland in their new podcasting studio. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. It is. I really like the chair that you're sitting on. It's like this blush pink and has this gold pillow. It's very cute. These are almost my brand colors, so it's working. (laughs) I love it. Okay, so I have to ask, I feel like I have to ask everybody, what is your favorite like drink of choice, like an alcoholic beverage if you had one? So here's the truth. I am allergic to alcohol. I did not know this. I'm allergic to alcohol. I'm allergic to caffeine. Oh, my gosh. I've had to learn how to be an actually fun person. Yeah. <laughs> you are super fun. I hey, I have to be. shit, without the alcohol, With without nothing. the caffeine, I don't think I would be who I am. I know. It's a, it's oh wild. God, that yeah. is wild. I've had to create myself. So, yes, you have. <laughs> okay, so we're going to give you a pass. What's a good non-alcoholic beverage? <laughs> well, right now I'm doing low carbs. Okay, I do. No I am girl. I am in a little bit of a weight loss thing, but I also, it just makes me feel better. Mm-hmm. And so my favorite drink is this banana peanut butter smoothie that I'm making because Yum. I'm hungry and it's like the, it's creamy and it's sweet and it actually feels like such a treat. It's literally a banana, a scoop of peanut butter, ice, and almond milk. Oh, my gosh. And that's it. That's amazing. And, and that's it, so simple. And it's making my afternoon, like, doable. <laughs> <laughs> like, from my salad <laughs> to my stir fry. Oh, this my is gosh. very welcome in between. And that's so easy for people to make. I feel yeah. like that's, I will be making it probably yeah. later today. It's really yum. <laughs> so, diving into your background, can you tell everybody, because I, I know I know this, but a little bit about, like, why you started as a life coach like what brought you to like the point in your career that you're at right now yeah when i actually had the first inkling it was really just a gut intuition of like 
I should be a life coach. And this was 12 years ago. So crazy. There were not life coaches. I mean, I think I had MySpace. <laughs> I wasn't even on Facebook. I mean, I don't think fa- I don't even remember when Facebook really came out. 2009, I think, is when I joined, I so or eight, too. or yeah. something. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, around then, uh, yeah, there was not the coaching industry like it is now. Uh, I already was a personal trainer. To back up a little bit, in my mid twenties, even older than you are right now, <laughs> I had a six-year-old, and I was 26, and I had this, um, I had this question that came in, like, what am I going to do? Because I really didn't ask myself that because I got married and pregnant at 19 mm-hmm. and I was in survival mode, learning how to be a mom. And when, yeah, so when I was 26, I was like, what, what am I going to do? I'm not going back to college because that just seems I would be starting from scratch. Yeah. It felt very overwhelming. And I knew that I had skills and what I was good at. And I knew that I was good at talking to people. Yeah. And you totally are. I, that was my, I mean, so it's my gift, right? And I knew that there must be something that that would like how that I could get paid for that. Um, And obviously therapy would be like the first thing that I thought. But then I'm like, I'm not going to school for eight to 10 years right now to become a therapist. So the two things I thought of were personal trainer and hairstylist. I love it. (laughs) Right? Well, you knocked out one of them. I did. became a personal trainer. Exactly. And and, then that was was like, well, I like working out better than I like hairspray. So... (laughs) I love that decision making. <laughs> yeah, it was very simple. Listen, guys, it's not hard to make decisions. Just choose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which one do you like more or less? Um, so I became a personal trainer, and but it was because of this ability I had. And that ability is what carried me through to having a successful, oh, my own business, entrepreneur, no idea how to do it or what I was doing, except my ability to talk to people carried me through. And I had clients and uh, it worked. Um, but... When the life coaching thing came in, it was like, oh, that's actually what you're supposed to do. But this, the idea that you can sell fitness just seemed easier. Mm-hmm. Seemed almost like I always said it too. I always said, fitness is my bread and butter. But it's like my real heart and my true calling is really to be a coach and to help people on a deeper level than just the exterior of themselves. And um, so basically, it's a very long time. It does not have to be a long story. Mm -hmm. Um, But when I got serious about my own personal growth and went really into my own spiritual path, which was 12 years ago through a divorce, through going to therapy, through going to couples, group therapy alone. That I have so many questions. I know. It's amazing. It is me. I tell that story from stage and people are very, uh, um, what are they? They're Oh my gosh, what's the, they're the mesmerized. Sounds like, yeah, they're mesmerized. <laughs> sounds like um, entertained. Yes, That's what they are. That is, okay, so yeah. you have to give me a little taste of that. What okay. is couples group therapy by yourself? I know, like? I know. It's like you're married, but your partner won't go and you want to go. Um, I mean, the, it didn't have to be couples group, except the therapist I went to, his name was Lewis Quimby. He was 70 years old at the time, so he's in his 80s now. He'd been doing it for 35 years. He was crotchety and really good at what he did, but harsh AF. It was like a boot camp. It was frightening. And so my husband at the time was not in for this. This was not what he signed up for. He signed up for just staying the same. Yes. And I was like, right, but things aren't working for me and I need to grow. Um, So I went to therapy 
so that the therapist could tell him he was wrong. (laughs) (laughs) And you're like, now that I'm not the one saying it, you're like, now you can't get mad at me. Isn't that why all people go to therapy so that the therapist will tell the other person they're wrong? Exactly. Well, that didn't work out very well. He did not tell him he was wrong, although he did give us the opportunity to come to his weekly couples group therapy on Wednesdays. Costs $25 per person. Wednesdays at 530. Oh, my gosh. Yep. And uh, my husband at the time said no. And I was shattered because I was very much in a codependent cycle. And I thought, well, if he said no, how can I go? Right. How do you go to couples group therapy alone? Mm -hmm. Well, you do what I did. um, And it was very very difficult to make that decision, actually. Um, But Lewis looked at me right as we were walking out. So this was a consult basically for him to just invite us into his couples group therapy or not. And as we walked out, he looked at me. He's like, you can come alone. And I was like, what? That takes balls. That really takes some like big balls to be able to be like. Oh, he had big balls. Uh huh. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you, I mean, to come by yourself. I mean, I love it. I think that's freaking badass. Oh man. Yeah. I went by myself. Um, probably even the next week, you know, I just made the decision and was like, I don't know what this is. And we were talking a little before we started about the unknown and how to be, not that it's ever comfortable to not know. It's like the idea that you're outside your comfort zone, right? It's that's where the growth happens. That literally says that on the outside of my gym. I saw it this morning. It said, all growth happens outside your comfort zone. It does. And there's like shirts. <laughs> just true. to clue you guys in, literally, as I'm setting up the podcast equipment, went into a full breakdown, started like bawling yeah. my eyes out, I was getting mad at the podcasting equipment, but it was necessary. Yeah. And now I feel so good. But she gave me some oils. Um, she was in good hands. Yes, I was in great hands. <laughs> I feel so much better now. Got my coffee on. <laughs> She's like, I'm sorry for crying. I was like, listen. Don't ever apologize for crying, and especially not with me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Whoa, we're about to have okay. a therapy session right before this. Because it is uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable not to know. It's uncomfortable to not know what's going to happen with your marriage and to be committed to this growth that you have no idea where it's going to lead you. Yeah. You know that something's going to change. I knew that something was going to change. But what I didn't know is that it was actually going to set me on the course for my own lessons, obviously, but also for, it gave me the ability to teach other people. And now, like I said, this is 12 years ago and I have my signature methodology, which we'll talk a little bit about the embody method and a number of things I teach in there and things I put women through are things I learned from Lewis 12 years ago. That's amazing. Amazing. I mean, it was life transforming. Uh, Within six months, I was done with the couples group therapy and the marriage got a divorce, moved to Portland, Oregon with my daughter alone. That's when I moved here and um, started building my own, my personal training practice up again because I didn't know anybody in Portland, not anybody. So crazy. So what would you give any tips for people who are like moving and starting from scratch? (sighs) Like what was things that you did to like Because I know a lot of people who are going to be listening to this are like younger in their 20s and they're probably going to be moving different to different places or different countries even. Like what would be something you would tell them as like kind of like a good practice um, when you're starting out fresh? I feel like you have to know that it might be a little bit hard and it depends on how social you are too. Like I really like connection and people and that was probably the hardest part for me because I felt lonely Mm -hmm. and I was going through a divorce, which is kind of a lonely time 
I think, in life. Um, so I would go to New Seasons. I love New Seasons. I still go there twice a day. I okay? fucking love New Seasons. It's the best ever. It is. Their cheese section brings me life. Oh, yes. That is good. Oh. Mm-hmm. Their samples. <laughs> their salad bar. Their walk bar. The whole thing. Everything. I would just talk to people. And this is really how I built my business. So whether you're an introvert, and I actually am an introvert. I'm an ambivert. So I I gain my energy alone, but then I love being with people too. Uh, Even if you're an introvert, you still need to have connection. Might not need to have a lot of people, right? But so I think that understanding that you're going to be lonely probably, but also you got to put yourself out there because it's not the same. It's not the same as when you had uh, school or even if you don't, for me, I worked for myself. So it's not like I had a job to go to to meet people. Mm -hmm. And I just, I had to be friendlier than than ever before. Yeah. And I would just talk to people and people would invite me to something. I, I mean, I really, oh, I remember. Well, see, I was 30, 31, and I was cute, you know? And so it wasn't hard to get hit on, which I'm not saying that that's necessarily the answer to everything, but I did date and I met people through guys I dated. In fact, I dated this guy and his mom had a hair salon and there was a woman who worked in the salon as a massage therapist and I still know her. I actually had tea with her a couple like last year and this was 10 years ago. So I ended up, she became my client. She introduced me to someone else. She became my client and she is the one that got me into Oregon Bride Magazine because she was a bride photographer, right? And so when you look back, you think, look at all the ways that things were connected. I think we have to just remember that that's in front of us. Yeah. Just because it's not behind you and you think, oh, now I can see the way it worked. It's going to work. And you just have to trust it and follow each breadcrumb and put your whole self into each thing because you never know where one connection could lead you. Totally. Right. Just like a good recap for everybody. Definitely like being okay with you know, being alone in those kind of harder points and then also putting yourself out there, even if it is in like a new season's line, yep. saying <laughs> hi to people and like realizing too, like that those connections that, you know, at, at that point in time may have not seemed huge or yep. uh, end up being so much bigger, like end up getting you more connections and more people. And yep. so I think those are That's great. That's the way tips. it works. Yeah. Right. And I you think- never know. I mean, even how we met, I was speaking at an event. You were there. Then you invited me to speak at another event. And then it's like our relationship has blossomed, but we couldn't have forced it. Yeah. It's like we had to just like see what was next to unfold. I think that's so great. Yeah. Okay. So I have to ask, do you have any degrees or professional training? Well, when I decided to become a personal trainer, this was the first schooling I did since high school. And high school, I really like flunked out of, except that they had a program for all of the misfit kids who really didn't look like me. I did not look like a misfit kid, but I didn't learn the same way other people did. And now I know, now I know how I learn. But then I thought I wasn't smart. And they told me essentially that I wasn't smart by means of telling me I was going to fail and not even graduate. I mean, it was really crazy. The whole education system, you know, it doesn't work for everybody. And I'm a great example of that. So there was, I was not planning on going to college. School was a a nuisance for me. And not because I didn't want to learn, but because I, I didn't fit in. And I didn't understand that the way I learned was still valuable and that I'm still smart. Um, so that was really intense. And, and then I ended up getting married and pregnant at 19. 
So I didn't go to college. I got a life degree. <laughs> I'm go. a life coach because I have a life degree. There okay. So no professional yeah. degrees, but honestly, it sounds like you didn't need it. Yeah. And like I'm dyslexic and I've talked about that too. And people do think that you're stupid or you're a little bit slower and you're like, really? I just process things so differently. Different, yeah. And that doesn't mean that I'm any less smart than you. Like maybe you're more creative in a lot more areas yeah. than other people wouldn't have been. And now I feel like Hopefully the school system is caught up a little bit and not much. But even when I went to school, they didn't catch my dyslexia till I was a senior in high school. Isn't that crazy? What? Yeah. So, I mean. I don't know if it has. I mean, my older daughter is your age now and she failed out of high school too. She didn't. Well, she dropped out of high school and went for her GED. She dropped out at 17 and I supported her because I knew that she was so smart. Mm-hmm. And she just didn't have the focus and the attention. It really was a lot of attention for her. And if it didn't interest her, she was not doing it. And now she has a six-figure business and she's 22. It's amazing. It's amazing. Right? I mean, yeah, exactly. You don't need a degree to live your passion and to be really amazing doing it. I'm quoting you on that. <laughs> that's Do a it. good quote. Yeah, that's it. Um. So what do you wish that you would have known before starting your company? Like, what are some things that like, you're like, dang, if I would have had these lessons, we talked about lessons right before this and that you can't see, you can't see them before they happen. Yep. Well, I have started a number of companies. So I started with personal training and shortly after I did get a personal training degree, not a degree, but a, um, not a certificate. Why? My brain is not happy. All I've had is that smoothie today. Yes. It's just not really <laughs> it's helping. Not enough. It's not no. helping the brain. No, all it that is. Much. I think it's um, um, a certificate. Yeah. Yeah. I was a certified trainer. So I did do education around it uh, and a life coaching certificate as well. Uh, but I would say that those didn't matter whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And I started my own personal training studio and I did that twice. So I did that in California. And then when I moved to Portland, I also after a few years of building clientele, I started my own studio again. I was just always wanted my own space to have people in. And um, so those were different. Like I could say what the lessons are in there. But when I took my business online four years ago is when I actually went fully into my spiritual life coaching and I let go of fitness. It took me about a year of doing that online to let go of it. And I would say there's a lot of lessons in there. So why don't you tell me what you think is the most valuable, like the online space, the actual living my purpose, because I would say personal training was not, it was like what I was good at. It's like you're my zone of excellence, but not my zone of genius. Yeah, no, that totally. And it sounds like you you were great at it. So you just went towards that instead of like really pushing yourself. And then that is now where you're at. Yes. I would think like being in the online space could be really valuable. Um, Just hearing like some lessons for that and how that has like changed um, your perception on the industry over the years. Oh my gosh. It's amazing. Just what's possible online. I mean, my first The first thing to realize and what I needed to realize in order to actually get out of my little tiny comfort zone that was like making $30,000 a year for 12 years, having no savings, no, I mean, you know, not like substantial, no employee, like retirement. And then opening up to the idea of, oh my gosh, I could actually do what I'm really here to do and get paid way better for it. Yeah. Holy shit. Just the possibility. So I think that that's the first thing is that had I known what was possible or been open to what is possible before, I would be a lot farther along because it took me to be 40 before I actually was ready to own it. 
before you were ready to own it. That was a drinking <laughs> reminder in case anybody didn't hear that. <laughs> and and go all in, but it's like the 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 online space is what has allowed me to see the possibility. Because yeah, I could have grown my personal training business bigger, but I didn't want to do it any more than I was. I was like, I do this 10 hours a week. It's that's an, good it's for me. Enough, yeah. I mean, yeah, I made 30 grand a year working 10 hours a week. So that's not not bad. Yeah. Um, but I'm capable of so much more. And I have so much more in me to contribute. And that's what I really had to decide. So I think that that's the starting point is like to ask yourself, do I feel called to contribute more? And you don't have to know what that looks like or what you need to know the answer, but you don't need to know what it means. Yeah. And I think trusting that and following that the intuition that comes around that. And that's really what I've done. It's like, I'm open to this. And that means that I have done a lot of different things. I started with teaching um, video online and I built a six figure business in 10 months. So I five times the income that I had for 10 years, 12 years in 10 months. Is that insane? That's insane. When you did that, what, what platform were you using? I was using Facebook Live. Wow. And Facebook Live had just come out and people didn't know how to use it. And I did because I, the year before that, I had been doing my fitness business online and I had been doing a lot of video. I mean, I had recorded hundreds of videos and I just got it. I get video and speaking is really easy and natural for me. So I created a program called Rock Your Videos and that was a big contributor to the income. And it was really escalating and I was getting known, really well known in the industry for doing it. And then I completely realized that I was doing a similar thing, that even though I made more money and I was outside my comfort zone doing things that were scarier in a lot of ways, I was still hiding under a mask of something that wasn't my true calling. Like if I could just boil this down. So I think this is sort of the second thing for you is what is that thing that you are so good at? that only you can do. Like there's something about when you talk to me and the feedback I give you and the way I hold space for you and the life lessons that I'm able to uh, breathe into you in a way that only I can do, right? Like you would come to me for a reason and it was owning, owning it and recognizing that that is literally the most valuable thing I have. While yes, it could make me a personal trainer and yes, it could help me on live video, what if I actually used that piece? You see yeah, what I'm saying? No, 100%. And it's intense. And it's powerful it's too. It's scary though, because I was not doing that for a reason. And it was to protect it. It was like, oh, this little magic inside. Like, I'll just like do other things. And like, people will know that I have it. But if I don't act like I have it, then they won't be intimidated by me. I won't be as successful as I possibly could be. And then all the potential negative ramifications of that. Like, I think we're more afraid of being successful a lot of times. Yeah. Well, even I've um, read some books that were about success and someone mentioned that they're, um, that they were nervous about being successful because of what their friends and family would yes. think or them comparing themselves. Totally. Or, and I was like, wow, that is so crazy. Cause in my mind, I haven't thought about that, but from another person's perspective, like that could be a lot of reasons why people kind of like hinder their success yep. so that they can make everyone else comfortable. Um, it's so, so true. Like don't shine too bright. Yeah. 
And it's, yeah, it's so crazy. From you building like that online space and like seeing that you were destined for more, what was your next step? Like Mm -hmm. what was a place that you were like, okay, now I've known what I'm supposed to be doing. What is your first step into like doing the next thing? Well, it has been phases for me. So if I could just say, oh, it was just this one thing and then I launched the thing and then, right? But for me, it was like I took fitness online. Then I did that for a year, learned the online space, realized it's not, I just took, I dissected the part that I'm actually good at because I was in the online space and not really in relation to people. Yeah. So then I was like, fuck fitness. Like, I mean, I do love fitness, but I don't care for teaching it whatsoever. And yet that's what I thought I did, but it's only because the other part of me was in it. So when I took that out, it wasn't there anymore. And then I went into the video thing. I did that for a year and a half. And now here we are. And this is two years ago right now. And I went into a space of complete unknown. I didn't know it wasn't. And this is another piece I think that can be really valuable for people. We wait for the clarity. Like, oh, well, when the clarity comes, then I'll take action. And it's like the clarity most of the time doesn't come until we take the action. Clarity comes through action. Mm -hmm. And then you feel like reaffirmed, like, okay, I'm doing the right thing. Like this is actually Or that was the the wrong thing. Yeah, totally. Right? It's just like, at least it's something. Clarity is clarity. Can be the wrong thing or the right thing. Doesn't matter. At least you're clear because then you're able to process, you know, the next thing that comes. So that's what I did. I call it my dark night of the soul because it was really intense. I knew that this part of me, and truly I call it my purpose, my soul purpose, the thing that I'm here to do that only I can do was coming out of me, but it wasn't like it just was going to come because I decided now I'm ready. (laughs) It was like, it's going to come because I decide now I'm ready, but it's going to come in its own time too. And it really took a year. And I did sell things, but I only, you know, I made about half the income that year. And I look back and I think, well, that's still amazing that I made 80 grand that year because I was, I was freaking out of it. Yeah, (laughs) I was like like, just meditating and using my oils. I was really inward, which is harder for me to sell from that place or like even know what to sell. Do you know what I mean? But I started creating coaching packages that were more in alignment with what I want to do, but still it wasn't the whole thing. So this is the key is to allow the process to unfold and trust that the clarity is coming and to use the evidence that comes in and the situations that come in as clarity for you to then make a new decision and to know that none of that means you're wrong just because you don't know yet. Now, this could be 10 years. How, I mean, how long does it take to find your life purpose? Who knows? Some people aren't even going to find it in this lifetime, but it's probably because they're not willing to do the work to actually go to those places where it lives. Right? Yeah. So I went, I allowed that process. And this is another key here is to sometimes you got to go get outside yourself and ask for help. And that's what I did. So I knew that I was like, I could just stay here forever wondering what my next thing is. But I ended up hiring a coach, taking a program that teaches you how to build your signature offer offer and create your methodology. And I was like, I have so much wisdom. I'm ready to put it all together and really do the damn thing. And that's where my Embody Method came from. Okay. So you just mentioned your new Embody program. Mm -hmm. I want to hear all about this. And 
um, hear about like the types of services and programs you're going to offer like underneath yeah. this. Yeah. So it's been about a year since I started offering it and it's my signature group program where I guide people through and I mentioned it earlier where some of these things are from what I learned in couples group therapy alone because to any good spiritual practice, I believe we also need a personal growth practice <laughs> around because it, it's like we have multiple experiences at once. We're being human, but we're also having, you know, the spiritual connection all the time. So I really help people merge those two things, right? Like being, going through your own stuff, processing your feelings, um, developing a really beautiful relationship with yourself, but then how to connect spiritually because what I have found, and especially for women, is that it's really hard to get out of your own way if you don't understand that you have a greater purpose or that you're being called by something outside of you. Because if we just think it's about us, we will just sabotage it. And this is really what I've discovered. And so I help people get out of that sabotage mode and create a really strong foundation for the type of success that works for them. And this is via, this is through Teachable, right? Because I think that me yeah. and you talked about this. And so maybe just like a little like intro to like what that would How look does it like. work? Yeah. Like yeah. how does that work? Well, I deliver, so I have something called a hybrid system, meaning it's not just coaching where I do offer that one-on-one, -on -one, but in a group that would seem a little chaotic to me. So I have a curriculum. It's, it's through Teachable. So everybody receives their homework, their homework and the lesson for that week every week. It's really cool because it's not overwhelming. You're not like, oh my God, I need to go through all this. It's just like, here's your couple videos, watch them. Here's your homework. Here's what you need to work on this week. And then we get on a call all together weekly as a group and I coach everybody. And it's really the most powerful thing I've ever done because you have no idea that somebody who's in a totally different position than you, that their question and then the coaching that they get will totally relate to you. That's it's crazy. Magical. How many weeks is this for? So this is 12 weeks. Amazing. And where yeah. can they find this program so that people can sign up and look into it? Yeah. So they can just, you guys can go to my website. It's thejayarose.com. And soon it will be this new. So I'm, brand, I'm I'm launching a whole new extension of my brand. Which we are okay. so excited about. I'm Tell so us more excited. about it. So I have my program and I have my understanding. Like I have my teachings, right? But what I've, I've always... Well, I know how to build a brand online and it's a personal brand. Obviously, that's, you know, it's what I do. But at the same time, I realized I, I want to create something that's bigger than me. And that's not just like Jaya Rose. Like, how are you going to great take something from me and change your life? But I want to give you something that you can like integrate into your own life. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like a, like a, a movement. And I felt like I'm meant to lead a movement and I feel like I am, but I wasn't able to name it. And the name came through yesterday. Can you tell us what the name is or not yet? I can because this will be out and yes, I'm going to launch it. Okay. So the name is She Rise. Ooh, I like that. That is so fun. This That kind of goes into like um, Jaya spoke at um, the, the last Blooming Blogger event, Media Makers, and like the She Rise kind of reminds me of the wave example that you described yeah. of um, you contract like a wave when something big is about to happen and then you kind of expand and you contract yeah. and that's just natural. like a wave formation. Yeah, that it's natural. I love that. It's so true. So She Rise is the idea that it's actually, it's like the ubiquitous she 
Do you know what this means? So, you know, ubiquitous. I, I didn't, Oh, gosh, you're going to have to explain it to I me. didn't know that word for a long time, and I learned it. And then, like, I try and pop it in there every now and then. It's really good. Ubiquitous means that it's everybody. So it's like the ubiquitous we. It's all of us. And, and she is actually an acronym for soul, heart, and energy. And this is, like, this is the core of us. So when we really connect with our soul, when we're in our heart, and we are mastering our energy – because this is what speaks to the universe, we are literally unstoppable. Oh, I love it. So what are we going to be doing with this movement? Okay. So She Rise, it's actually the She Rise Revolution. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. And this is going to be – well, first I'm going to – I need to, like, do everything. Like, I have a podcast right now called The Intuitive Empire. And I resonated with that when I named it, but I feel like it still isn't a thing. Like, you can't really relate to The Intuitive Empire. But, like, you are a she-rise. Like, you are rising. You are a part of this movement just because you're here. I love and it. And you have energy, right? Um, so – just yeah, I'm still feeling into it, and I'm not sure how I'm going to launch it yet. I'm going to offer some kind of like short live program where I can have a bunch of people come in and experience the work. Um, that's not as big of a commitment because Embody is a bigger commitment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you have to like dive deeper. So, yes. Wow, I'm so excited. We're going to start a hashtag. I can feel yes. it. We're going to be posting away. I love it. So, um. Next question. I have two more questions for you. Um, what is a book, podcast, or resource that you feel like has really helped you? Yeah. Like just in your career or like with purpose or with um, kind of your drive or motivation? So one that's really great for mindset is The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. And I, I've read this multiple times. It created lots of transformation for me. And it's all about the idea that we have, uh, we upper limit ourselves. And it's like what we were talking about success. Like, are you allowing the success in? It's not that it's not coming to you. It's, are you really ready for it? Are you, or are you sabotaging it? And he, he teaches you how, um, like where your limits are, like that you actually have limits to happiness, to success, to love, and that you have to grow those. It's not that it's just going to come into your life. It's really good. Oh, I'm going to have to read, read this. That. Listen gonna, to I would yeah. listen to it. Okay. I will totally yeah. do it. I'm going to make that happen. Um, And then where can everybody connect with you? So all your social. Yeah. Get it to us. Yeah. Well, assuming that it was not all changed. <laughs> You might have to, I don't we know. We'll tag me. someone new. Yeah, yeah, we'll tag. I mean, right now it's my name. I'm sure we'll still be able to find me through my name, Jaya Rose. J-A-Y-A, Rose. Perfect. Yeah. But but look out for the She Rise Revolution. I am so pumped. And swag and like water bottles and t-shirts. I love a good water bottle that's custom. Right? They're just so fun. Like I want to make like custom hydro flasks, like some yes. hot pink ones. It'd be so okay, fun. we'll have to talk about yeah, this. We're gonna have to talk about it. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on Bottled Blonde, and I hope you guys were owning it um, through the episode. Yes. Make sure to rate and subscribe. Tell your friends um, so we can keep doing these. Um, and you can find us on Spotify and Apple. Bye, guys. Bye.